0: Thresholders. Ladies and gentlemen, all across the world, oh lord have mercy on us all. Steady job and a couple extra potatoes, that's all I want. You're getting
1: on, you're pushing 30 sluggy, you know it's time to think about getting some ambition. Oh, I always figured I'd live a little bit longer without it. Don't forget kid
0: May the Lord have mercy on us all, it is Monday morning, it's three minutes past ten, it's Threshold.fm with the Coffee and Memes radio show. I'm streaming on Chew.tv as well instead of Facebook Live because the fascists have been shutting me down all last week, muting my videos, pulling them, telling me off, slapping me on the wrist, slipping me a digit when I don't want it, ugh. Well, uh, good morning to everyone listening on Threshold, good morning to the people listening on Chew TV, good, decent folk, decent people out for a better week, a better morning, they're out for a better quality of cream cheese in their bagel, they're looking for a better quality of angry birds in their app, they're looking for a better quality of penis in their vajayjay. Lord, a sweet mercy, people are in the chat ollie reese and some other folk are in the chat on chew tv if you want to get involved get over there chew.tv slash threshold and it does appear that i am streaming live there it's been temperamental i'm I'm gonna be honest with you it's been temperamental sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't that's no way to run a live stream so maybe we'll try twitch tomorrow maybe we won't hell it's coffee and memes and you know what can you do (laughs) Lobsters Got some good tunes uh, for for us this week though Mama, got a new bit by Keno Well I think it's new, it's new to me anyway uh, That is, uh, I think we're going to play now actually It's called Cosmic Creeper and it's a beauty It is a beauty of a record Lovely soothing morning drum and bass Mmm hmm How are we getting on on Threshold? Where on earth are people? All around the world, a lot of people in Blighty, a lot of folks in Blighty, few in Poland, few in Hungary, hi! Threshold.fm Mmm Kino with Cosmic Creeper. What a beauty of a tune. I'm a fan. I'm, 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 I'm keen. I'm thrilled about it. Honestly, I'm over the moon. Uh, things are getting lively on... Uh, um, I don't even remember what it's called now. Chew.tv. There's uh, some Australia debate going on in the chat. You can post GIFs in the chat. I feel like that's going to be a blessing and a curse. And um, yeah, people all around the world—they're out for a better quality of morning radio, so they've come here. <laughs> you fools! Right, let's see what's been going on around the bloody world. Right, load of stress and grief. Right, so it seems like it's so, right. So crazes and trends have always been a thing amongst the youth, amongst kids. Like it's at the moment, it's kids are starting out with uh, flossing, then they're moving on to the dabs. <laughs> Uh, and then it seems to be wheelies. Wheelies are a big thing, particularly in London, around the London Bridge area. Just hordes of little shits doing wheelies for all, all, all the way down the road, like 50 of them at a time. They're a fucking menace. Um, but it seems like the craze in China is kids hanging precariously by their necks from things. Like we, last week it was some kid on a uh, uh, Ferris wheel... Just climbed out the window, started hanging by his neck, and now in China, heroic man saves baby hanging by its neck from a window. Stop hanging by your neck from things, Chinese kids! You just you're not doing yourself any favors. This little bastard, he's climbed out of the window of some sort of tower block type uh type situation, and he's got himself through uh, a crack in a sort of grate on the window, and he's uh, luckily for him. He's got a comically oversized head, so it's not allowed him to completely fall through the cracks. I guess that's one advantage to having a sort of oversized head as a child. Uh, but then a heroic man—he's climbed up. Mister um, Tang Wang has climbed up and rescued the uh, the little lad hanging. But there's not much more to this story than that. I'm going to be honest with you. I just thought I'd let you know because it's sort of there seems to be a worrying trend for it. And if you do have any children, or if you ever see any children out and about, do instil on them that they really shouldn't be hanging by their necks in any sort of situation. Um, just just don't do it. It's my advice. Don't bloody do it. So now I've got this new bloody iPad thing set up to try and play the music off. That's just a pain in the arse already. So let's have... Uh, what have we got on here? Oh, there's some new, just nice new bits. Let's play a little bit of old clips, a bit of vintage clips. Um, just found a of speaker. Fuck off! How about that? This is a classic old Cuban links by Clips. Completely forgotten about this record. This bit of fun, bit of jump up fun for the morning. Oliver Hooper on the chat. Spreading some misinformation about Australia being real. We'll settle this on the mat, Dolly. Not today though Wally, I'm a little bit sore from training at the weekend, you understand. lovely bit of vintage clips. Props to those in the Threshold group on Facebook that have been incessantly posting moth memes all weekend. God bless
2: you.
0: human links that was drum and bass music in case you did not know more bionic penis news yes come on bionic penis news it's appalling yeah all right fine man with bionic penis rushed to hospital after having sex for the first time bollocks bionic penises are not behaving themselves this is not the future we were after A man who was born without a penis, poor lad, has been rushed to hospital just weeks after having sex for the first time. That is gutting. Uh, Andrew Wardle from Manchester uh, was born with a rare condition which meant he didn't have a penis and spent most of his life a virgin. That's rough. Um, But hey, plenty of people with penises spend their whole lives as virgins, so, you know, Andrew, 45, uses a button in his groin to inflate the organ with saline fluid through a valve, uh, which allows him to have intercourse. Decent bionic uh, length. Uh, At the time, he told the press he was over the moon with his new appendage and couldn't wait to finally do the deed with his 28-year-old girlfriend, uh, Fedra Fabian. I do like the fact that they have mentioned the girlfriend's age there, because obviously he's 45, girlfriend significantly younger to the tune of 18 years. Um, so that's nice. She's a good-looking lass as well. Um, and, you know, she must be, you know, a semi-decent human to have bared with him for however long without uh, so much as a even a small heft. Andrew told the son, I'm so pleased with it. It's fantastic. After what Fedora and I have been through, it's the cherry on the cake. <laughs> uh, following the successful operation, the couple uh, had even said they were planning to now have children and start a family together. Um, But just a couple of weeks since he popped his cherry, it's been announced that Andrew had been rushed to hospital after collapsing with concerns his manhood may be at fault. (coughs) Andrew was in a coma for five days. Poor fucker. And surgeons will now remove his gallbladder when he undergoes surgery. Uh, His publicist... He's got a publicist. Uh, His publicist, Barry Tomes, Bazaar, told the Mail Online that his partner was terrified. He said he had a fever for days and was vomiting. Uh, Fedra rang to say that she had found him unconscious. She was terrified. She has no family here to rely on. Uh, it was quite terrifying. The biggest worry was that the damage had been caused by having sex. Andrew was born with a rare condition called, rare condition called bladder extrophy, which affects one in 40,000. and means the organ that usually sits inside the pelvis is exposed. Ooh. Though he was born with testicles, the condition means he has no penis, and underwent a number of operations over several years to build his appendage. Uh, But Andrew is the only man to have gone through this kind of surgery. Uh, Oh, he isn't the only man to have gone through this type of surgery. Of course not, because we all know about our main man, Mohammed. With his bionic schlong, smashing in brasses all over the country. Uh, A man who was badly badly injured in a car crash as a child uh, and he lost his virginity to a sex worker almost 40 years later. A sex worker with a heart of gold is worth noting. Um, Mohammed was lucky to be alive after being dragged 600 yards under a car as a six-year-old and losing his schlong. He now has a fleshy tube slash bionic penis in place and he totally did it with sex worker with a heart of gold, Charlotte Rose. So that's lovely. Um, uh, well, lovely for Mohammed still. Good boy, brave boy. But not so much fun for Andrew. God bless him. Well, get well soon, buddy. Uh, here's some Dillinger. <coughs> Hold tight to everyone on Chew TV, they're filling up! We don't need you anymore, Facebook! Zuckerberg! Zuckerberg hates drum and bass! They leave the ISIS accounts up, don't they? But old Rankin plays a bit of DMB. Get him. <laughs> That's probably how it works. I don't know. I'm guessing. Rainforest. Lovely little morning, nose up. Sam and Reese pointing out that we're missing a few of the usual suspects in the Chew TV chat. Maybe they're just listening on rush FM. who are we missing Polly uh Jack yeah you're right probably too hungover probably still recovering from yesterday's legal highs. Starting to creep in. Tom Ryan's in the chat. Ooh, yeah. Right, Dillinger Rainforest. Very, very, very nice. So oh god, more just madness from around the world. We go now to Japan, where Japanese millennials blame being virgins on long hours and sex robots. This has got it all, really. Millennials, virgins, sex robots. This is a a fully formed article. For a long time now, news has been circulating that Japan is heading into a national catastrophe. Why? Because apparently young people aren't having sex. In fact, they're avoiding sex so much that the country is on a population decline. And research has shown that nearly a third of Japanese people in their 30s have not had any sexual experience with an actual human being. That is a concern. While those statistics might seem shocking to you, a new documentary has discovered that almost half of young Japanese citizens are virgins because they don't have time to date and prefer alternatives such as pornography and sex robots. This is the future millennials want. (laughs) Beware. Uh, Titled Sex in Japan... Dying for company, the TV documentary has attempted to uncover why some 44% of unmarried women and 42% of unmarried men in Japan admitted they were virgins in the 2015 National Fertility Survey. One of the key reasons is that many men and women in the country are working long hours and therefore find it difficult to make time and date. One of the workers who speaks in the show, uh, Teo Hashimoto, said, I'm supposed to finish work at 7pm, but I work overtime basically every day. Uh, Teo added that when he does socialise, it's often with his boss. You should have sex with your boss, I guess. Uh, I have to keep up with him, uh, which is hard on me. He has a drink, so do I. He asks for another one, so do I. That's what you're expected to do. This story is not uncommon. According to the Daily Mail, many individuals in the country are worried about starting a family without maintaining long-term job security. And as outlined by Tao, with so many sexual alternatives in the country, there's less need to find a girlfriend. Men go to brothels or math- massage parlours, fueled by after-work drinks with their colleagues. That sort of thing is common. <sighs> Damn. Well, maybe those, uh, you know them incel lot that uh, can't get laid? Maybe they need to go over to Japan and start slinging dick. Could be. Could be an answer. You know, or maybe they just sort of, their fucking act out. Then maybe someone would want to sleep with them. It's an entirely different story. Uh, relationship therapist AI Ayama, Ayama, sorry, uh, added: There are lots of places for men to have fun. Uh, men, men don't have to bother having a girlfriend. I mean, there are advantages to having a girlfriend other than just sex. That's all very well and good for those who are enjoying this lifestyle, but as a result, the country's population is suffering. There's been a downward spiral of children under the age of fourteen in Japan since 1981 with 170,000 less this year than the last as of April 1st, 2018, according to the data from someone or other. Internal Affairs and Communications Ministry. That sounds ominous. The country's looking to turn this around by offering one-time cash payments in a bid to boost the average number of children uh, a woman in the country has in her lifetime, from 0.35 to 1.8. All about that 1.8 children by the end of 2025, they're just going to pay people to shag, that's not bad actually, if you, I mean that is a long, that is a long term strategy at getting money, if you could try and organise your entire country, just stop having kids for 30 years until your government goes, alright, 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 we'll pay you to shag, how about that, we'll pay you to have kids, you know, like, ah, now we're in the fucking money, uh, Although, as shown by Teo and others like him, there are many men who are in no hurry to find a girlfriend, and no cash settlement is going to change that. Deary um, may. Uh, so, uh, in the comments, uh, dumb high to Dunya hand says, "I get paid over ninety pounds an hour working at home with two kids. I never thought I'd be able to do, uh, but my best friend's over owns over ten crowns a month. Why not just go to? Oh, yeah, fine. God. So, yeah, I mean." <sighs> What are you going to do? Maybe uh, maybe the Japanese women are crying out for decent men. Could be, or at least men that work less. So if you're unemployed, maybe go to Japan. That's my wonky tip for the day. Right, what other tunes have we got? Uh, oh, this is nice. Uh, Bloodsport by Emperor. Uh, it's a good tune.
1: Remain straight, don't wanna deviate from the course. Stepping on MCs more than born a sword. Bring the extra heat only cause you wanted more. Touch my just like a blood sport
0: Do you prefer it when MCs touch Mike, bless Mike, or step up Pondy Mike? Please get in touch, let me know. I'm keen in saying he prefers it when MCs wreck mic. Fair enough. Sound are less keen on that, I found in my experience. <laughs>
1: The the same in the consorts. But the heads, we've got one more. Seven minutes with a blunt sword. Opposites who are
0: unsure. Touch matches like a blood sport. Blood. Sport. By. Emperor. I do, I do find the concept of blessing the mic uh, a strange one. Like, I... I'd, I'd, uh, are MCs overly religious? Uh, or do they feel that they are that they are some sort of demigod, that they can just go around blessing things? I don't know, like some sort of representat- some earthly representation of, you know, Jehovah. You just go around, I bless this mic. Uh, and this mic should be ever thankful for having my gob spat all over it while I recite bars about... <clears throat> God even knows what. Sounds like some sort of jazz scat. Um, but, you know, just just touching just touching the mic. Being overly handsy with the mic. When mans get hands, handsy with the mic, pff, yep, you want to be careful. Don't want to start a microphone me too campaign. Anyway, OAP dominatrix forces men to dress as maids and tidy her house. Uh, right, yeah, she's uh, she looks like a real goer. Uh, she looks like a lot of fun, actually. I'd quite like to... Um, I'd just have her round for a cup of tea, I guess. Uh, an IAP who goes by the name Sherry Lever, okay, uh, has revealed how she became a dominatrix following her divorce. The 67-year-old split with her now ex-hubby six years back, but rather than dwelling on the past, she decided to move on to a rather risque new profession. Transforming her conservatory into a fetish playroom, Sherry, or Mistress Sophia, as she's known to her clients, charges men 120 quid an hour to be her slave and even gets them to clean her house in a French maid's outfit while she's at it. That's a smart move. She's a canny lass. She knows what's up. Uh, You know, outsourcing. I mean, Jesus, getting paid to have someone clean your house for you, that really is the ultimate life hack, isn't it? Even if it means donning a bit of leather. Uh, She said... I've been enjoying life through my alter ego. Just because I'm in my 60s doesn't mean I can't make a living off dominating men while I wear PVC outfits. You're goddamn right you can. That's great news. I think that's, uh, that's the sort of libertarian paradise that I'm in favour of. Lobsters. Yeah. Um, most ladies my age have retired, but my life has only just started. Sherry, in fact, has retired after previously working as a chef, uh, but decided to embark on a new career after watching a documentary about phone sex. She first got into the industry as a phone sex worker before eventually inviting one of her clients over. You're playing a dangerous game there, Sherry. As soon as I saw him, I was very, very excited. So Sherry, I locked him in the spare room and released him after two hours later. Uh, Then I whipped him on the bottom and demanded he clean my kitchen. Watching him mop, I've never felt so alive. Afterwards, he paid me 250 quid. It was so much money, I couldn't believe it. And I love being dominating, so I decided to do it full-time. She, yep, she is smashing it. Like, Yeah, wow, what an inspiration. She should write like a sort of... Uh, like one of those start-up manuals, like a sort of business book that you buy at a WH Smiths in an airport. Like, or I mean, she genuinely looks like one of those uh, ads that comes up on those sort of clickbaity ads. Like this, uh, you know... D- uh, Divorced OAP makes £250 an hour. You'll never guess how. Uh, And I love being dominating, so I love doing it full-time. And full-time she went, picking up whips, blindfolds, gimp masks, and the whole shebang. Uh, She services famous DJs such as Twisted Individual, Mr. Bishy, and other unsavory types. Uh, It's turned into quite the success story for Sherry, uh, who says she gets clients from all walks of life knocking on the door. I get men aged from 19 to 84 visiting me. I've punished everyone from barristers to baristas to surgeons to uh, drummer-based sensation DJ Prolix. Oh, that's a bit fun, isn't it? Um, men visit me because they need to de-stress. Uh, they just want to let off steam. Uh, for some, it's their sexual fantasy. For others, they just find it plain relaxing. Gosh, she's got quite the quite the set of gear. Uh, Lord of mercy. Yeah, she's she's got all the gear. Where am I? I provide a professional service, and men love uh, what I do to them. So some of my submissives are even married, but I never feel guilty because we aren't having sex. I also hate people believing that I take money off men for nothing. I'd never do that, and I am not a prostitute. These men never touch me. God damn it. although sometimes they pay for foot worship, uh, which is when they play with my feet. Uh, but if they get too chopsy, I'll kick their fucking teeth in. All right? Wow. Uh, speaking about her most outrageous uh, account, Sherry said it involved a man, a lead, and a very embarrassed dog walker. I threw a ball for him to fetch, but a dog chased it at the same time. Uh, people were giving us funny looks. It was during school hours. As a, uh, it, it was during school hours, as I'm cautious who sees, but the embarrassment turned on him. Wow. Yeah, well, I'm impressed. I think she's an inspiration. I think she should. Uh, I think she'd do a roaring trade on things like the Tim Ferriss podcast and other sort of business podcasts. I think it'd be nice to see, uh, you know, what her marketing strategy is, how she organizes her day, um, and yeah, great work. Uh, doesn't give a real name uh, or how to get. Does it get information on how to get in touch? Just you know, in case you, you've got a friend that's interested or something. Uh, no, well, that's a shame. Oh well, never mind. How about we play? Ooh, Ed Rush, Scarabs. There. Oh no, easy, easy, Tiger. Come on. Ed Rush, Scarabs, an oldie but goodie. Sam saying that this is the future libertarians want, and I think he's right. But we can't all be OAP dominatrixes. Some of us have to be the submissives and pay, otherwise it'll never work financially. Be like one of those chainmail things. Someone loses out. ДИНАМИЧНАЯ yes. yes. Ed Rush, Scarabs. I think that was on a. It wasn't on Virus. It was on label called Parana or something to that effect. (laughs) Piranhas in pajamas. Not sure. (laughs) Yes, indeed. Very nice, Mr. Rush. Very, very nice. Uh, Right, uh, irritating YouTubers news. Uh, KSI challenges Logan Paul for a rematch in June with a new rule set, so the bell can't save him. Uh, That's a somewhat misleading headline, as what he has outlined is that he would just like more rounds. He wants eight rounds. He's not going to change the rules of boxing, which is sort of what that implies. See, the thing with uh, this is I'm sort of in agreement and disagreement about this. I I actually am quite keen on the idea of just making YouTubers fight each other for our entertainment. I think that's good. I just don't think that we should be looking at them as though they are in any way analogous to actual real fighters. I, in fact, I think we should have YouTubers fight each other who are who have never who don't e- who've never even trained once. I think that should be stipulated. Uh, you, if you've had any sort of formal martial arts training or boxing training or or anything to that effect you should not not be allowed you should just uh, ideally the more out of shape the YouTuber uh, or the more I mean I want to see sort of Paul Joseph Watson fight Owen Jones or something that would be the fight of the century that no one wants to see it would be one of the most deeply unsettling pathetic wimpy fight but you know maybe it could be to the death I think that would be fair. My money would be on uh, PJW, I think, on that. I just... I, pff, I, think, I, I think Owen Jones would go to pieces. But I'd like to see it. I think it would be a lot of fun. Uh, just over a month ago, internet star KSI and Logan Paul took their online beef to IRL, uh, going toe-to-toe in what was hailed by many as the biggest event in internet history. Uh, I can't... I'm not immediately thinking of any enormous internet events, but I think it would be a real shame if that was the biggest event in internet history. How about the creation of the internet? That's probably the biggest event in internet history. Uh, It ended in a majority draw. Boo. Which was actually a bit disappointing given the months and months of build up. Yeah, why would they fight for an even amount of rounds? That seems very. You presumably would fight for an odd number of rounds so that, that wouldn't happen. Both fighters were unsurprisingly a bit gutted with the outcome too, with each coming out of the whole thing believing that they were the rightful winner. Oh, what a surprise. Uh, KSO referred to the draw as bullshit in a post-fight vlog, adding, I've looked at the fight again. It shouldn't have been a draw. I mean, it's not like a beating by a landslide. It was very close, but it is what it is. Well, soon we could be getting the closure we're all after. We're not. As it looks like KSI has challenged Paul to another dance around the ring with one small change. Posting several clips from their fight on Instagram, he asked, "'Rematch next year, June. Eight rounds this time, so the bell can't save you.'" Paul also added fuel to the fire by posting a photo of the Colosseum in Rome, writing, a "'Possible venue for the fight next time.'" Why don't they both just fuck off? How about that? I think that's a much better idea. Why don't they both take to social media, take to YouTube, take to Twitter... And both just declare that they're fucking off for good. And everyone can applaud them and maybe they could start a GoFundMe to just like go and move to bloody socialist Venezuela or something and just, you know, just stay out of our lives for good. Stay out of our headlines, stay out of our news feeds, stay out of the showbiz section of the metro. I think that'd be great. I'd give a fiver. I think that'd be fine. Uh, That's about all I'm prepared to give. Uh, on the one stipulation that they do fuck off right well anyway uh, let's uh, move swiftly on to ooh yeah so I played this last show I think but it's a beauty so I'm going to play it again this is the T greater than I I'm going to ask Leveller what, how you actually pronounce that uh, remix of Tyrant by Leveller on the Genesis remixed EP it's a good one. it's rude <coughs> Plenty of people listening around the UK on threshold.fm. See someone listening in Malaysia. I can only assume it's Squidgy Beats Parson. Some Belgian crew as well. The Hungarians are still there. (laughs) is <laughs> the <laughs> <laughs> Tom Ryan's raising a good point. Maybe I should challenge KSI to a grappling match. Heel hooks only. Right. A few people saying that Chew.TV TV is freezing a little bit. Ah, uh, very sorry if it is. I'm not. Enamored by it. Maybe we'll try Twitch tomorrow. Thank you all for bearing with me in these trying technical times. Tyrant by Leveller, remixed by T Greater Than I. Yeah. Okay, so this next piece of fine, fine journalism comes from Lad well, Bible. Midwife warns that cold weather can cause winter vagina. Beware. We're officially heading into the wintry season. And if the rubbish weather, short days and coughs and colds flying about the place wasn't bad enough, weren't bad enough, loud Bible, now a midwife is warning women that something called winter vagina. And sorry, ladies, it's not good news. Mary Burke, a former NHS midwife, ooh, maybe now disgraced, who knows, and a senior clinical nurse at the London Bridge Plastic Surgery an aesthetic clinic reveals the reason why this happens. So gather round because you're all dying to know. Anyway, i cut a long story short. Turns out that central heating, air conditioning and all that stuff knocks some of the moisture out of the air. And it can cause dry fanny. But luckily, there is a solution. Don't you worry. That solution is lashing to lubricant, apparently. Yep. Bad news. Vaginal dryness can seriously impact sex lives, but the good news is there's a way to treat it. The NHS website recommends trying self-help options first before turning to a GP. They say purchasing items such as gallon drums of lubricant and special vaginal moisturiser can help. But if these are fruitless, it's worth seeing a doctor. I mean, maybe you're just not using enough. What the fuck? There's a video underneath this entitled, I can lift a can of beans with my vagina. Jesus, uh, this news comes shortly after heat waves during our sunny season. It was said to cause summer penis. and oh, that's probably a story worth investigating. Uh, heat wave is giving men summer penises. Right. Oh, and they've got a video here of a man trying to pull a pe- pull a car with his penis. Ah, uh, good old lab Bible. If you're looking for sensible, reasoned debate, the internet is probably not the place to go. Correct. If you're looking for chat about penises, cod science and wild speculation, then head straight to Reddit. Seek and you shall find. Um, what do we estimate that summer penis is? Being a bit sweaty? I don't know. Anyone notice size fluctuation during the year? No. Uh, I know mine is bigger. I have better erections in the summer and I also tend to do a, shower, uh, a, a be more of a shower instead of a grower. In the winter it's the exact contrary. Why is that? More heat, better blood flow. What's going on? Don't care, really. I mean, just, I mean, if this is what counts for news, I mean, then I'm the mug, really, aren't I? Because I'm the one on the radio reading this absolute tosh out to people, thinking that in some way people are going to be interested. Maybe they are. I don't know. I mean, just sit here and give, me, give myself a cool story bro button.
2: Cool story bro. It's appalling. Yeah,
0: it's not ideal, is it? Well, <sighs> Yeah, bigger penises more affected than smaller penises. I mean, it's all a ratio thing, isn't it? I mean, if the smaller penises are slightly bigger in the summer, but then they're even smaller in the winter, you just can't win, can you? You know, you know. People talk about male privilege, but oh dear, winter pain, winter pain. They're not considering winter pain, are they? Uh, absolutely not. Right, what else have we got on the list of? Uh, things to play let's have a little oldie let's have a little atlantis by moving fusion that's a fine bloody record that is oh this is one of the first eps i ever bought on vinyl maybe third i would say after the first two ram radius eight eps i was just gorging myself on ram back in 2001 oh binging on it it's fine totally fine Tom in the chat saying there is a good a good cure for the winter vagina is just a slam on the nine. Yeah, that'll get any young lady Lou right up. Can't talk today, and I blame Lad Bible for it. Some people saying that the stream on Chew TV is fine. If you're listening on there or watching on there, let me know. I'm trying to find the best solution, I really am. I just wanted it to work. The Mighty Atlantis by Moving Fusion on Ram Mother Freaking Records. Whoo, shit. Lobsters? Yeah. Lobsters? Yeah, you fucking know it. Look into it. Okie dokie. So, uh, chaos at Salt Bay's restaurant as four tourists are set on fire. It's been a rough couple of weeks for Salt Bay. Deary, deary me. First thing, a couple of weeks ago, uh, Maduro, uh, basically dictator of uh, socialist Venezuela, is in his restaurant. He's a fat bastard as well, uh, Maduro. He's um, half like eighty percent of the country is basically undernourished and starving to death, and he's in there with bloody salt bay, giving it all the you know all of that, all of the all of the all of the meme routine. He's in there ch- chowing down on fat juicy chops and expensive booze, and uh, Salt Bae's giving it all the business, and then he uh, posted a load of stuff on social media, Un- unsurprisingly people were fairly outraged by it all. Uh, Maduro, who had told people to start breeding rabbits so they could eat the rabbits, Which is ironic in the sense that there's a thing known as rabbit starvation because it's such a lean meat. If you only eat rabbits, you will eventually starve to death because it doesn't have a high enough fat content. Careful, Rankin's going on a rant. Anyway, now he's bloody setting people on fire. Got out of the frying pan into the fire for old Salt Bay. Four people have been left seriously injured following a fire at one of Salt Bay's restaurants in Istanbul, Turkey. Dramatic footage shows the moment uh, that a flame show you just you're in dangerous territory when you have something known as a flame show in a restaurant. Uh, it went badly wrong at uh, Nusret Etilia I can't I just can't really pronounce his name I just not I just yeah I can't I'm sorry. In the clip a bartender can be seen pouring liquid onto a fire shortly before a massive fireball bursts across the bar. Four people believed to be tourists were injured in the fire and have been hospitalized. Rough times. Uh, someone from Czech Republic was there. Uh, I'm not. I'm just not even going to attempt to pronounce it. Uh, was there with her boyfriend, Victor. Uh, the Daily Mail reports uh, the couple were engulfed in flames and the woman is reported to have been seriously injured while her boyfriend is said to have sustained minor injuries. Yeah, I don't know. You've you got, pe- you got people boozing. you got flammable booze everywhere. And you're setting it on fire. You're playing silly buggers. You're giving it the meme routine. People going to get... People gonna get lit up. People gonna get lit AF. Bad times. Bad bloody times. Poor Salt Bay, I guess. In a way. I dunno. Um He's got a branch of restaurants across the Middle East, New York and Miami. Salt Bay has fed a number of famous faces, including Leonardo DiCaprio. Um yeah, i I mean I'd like I'd, I'd I'd like to eat there. I'd like like to like to see the, the infamous meme routine. And the meat does look pretty damn good. But, yeah, I don't want to be set on fire. So, uh, I think, for that reason, I'll let you know where I am, at. Okay, look, let's going to play this uh, Kirill tune again, because I'm still not over it. I don't know if I'll even be over it tomorrow. Maybe not even Wednesday. Who knows, I guess we'll find out. Uh, it's called this, it's on Critical. Um, I'm a fan. critical it's a good record no one's arguing with that people in the chat they agree it's a banger it's a banger um it's mass hey look uh good news yeah finally bit of good news serial killer rose west wins prison bake-off with victoria sponge uh brilliant uh, i think round of applause do i have an applause uh Well, no? oh, that's not right is it Wait, what? Fog on, no, uh, it's no use, is it? Finish him. Probably not. No. Surprise, motherfucker. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, serial killer Rose West has won first place in a prison bake-off competition. Well done, Rose. Well done. Not gonna bring them kids back, though, is it? West, sixty-four who was convicted of 10 murders in 1995, came out top when inmates in HMP prison Low Newton voted for her Victoria sponge cake. The 64-year-old is said to be loving baking, and often impresses her fellow housemates with her skills. According to a source, West uses her cooking skills to win people over, they told the Daily Star. Okay, take it with a pinch of salt. Uh, This is from the Metro, so uh, I'd I mean, it's not Lab Bible. I don't know. Hey, you know, it's all content, isn't it? It's all content. We're just here for a laugh, aren't we? Just here to have a bit of a laugh. Just a few lads and lasses. Just, you know, just tuning in. Having a bit of a laugh. Bit of a hoot. A few rib ticklers. Yeah, a few boners. You know, on a Monday morning. Cup of coffee. A few memes. A couple of banging tunes. A bit of bit of lobsters. Lobsters. Bit of Eddie Bravo. Look into it. Bit of Rogan. Dinosaurs don't come from the government. Um, But yeah, okay, so we'll we'll carry on, we'll pretend that it's true. Uh, West uses her cooking skills to win people over. There are some very violent women on the wing, and a lot of them say very aggressive uh, things towards West because of her crimes. Uh, But she tends to defuse situations by offering other prisoners cakes and biscuits. Well, isn't that lovely? West and, her husband, uh, West and her husband, Fred, raped and murdered their daughter, Heather, then buried her under the patio. Ah, oh, but she's won a cake competition. Isn't that lovely? Fuck my old boots. Uh, they then did the same to nine other people. To how many other people? Come on, off the cuff as well. Uh, Red took his, uh, Fred took his own life in 1995 while waiting for the trial of the 12 murders. Pussy. Uh, West was convicted of 10 murders in the same year and was jailed for life. Despite her crimes, West is allowed to use knives while under staff supervision uh, in Low Newton Jail in Durham. Another source said that West is a model prisoner. She has struggled to accept her fate. They said she has been attacked in the past and irrespective of her crimes, we have a duty of care to protect her. (sighs) Great. Okay. Well, Rose, you know, well done for behaving, I guess, but shame that, you know, I guess with the, you know, don't call call me Captain Hindsight on that, but too little, too late. Too little, too late. All right, how about, uh, ooh, a bit of B-Complex would be nice. Very, very nice. This is uh, Beautiful Lies. It was on a hospital compilation called Sick Music. It's a nice record. Maybe they could get Rose West on some sort of celebrity Great British Bake Off. Uh, The Ghost of Mara Henley. Yeah, be a bit of fun. Oh, Mr. Rankin, with these tunes, you are really spoiling us. Thank you, Tom Ryan. The Threshold's reception is noted in society for its listeners' exquisite taste. Oh, Mr. Rankin, these tunes, you are really spoiling us. Yes, now come to my boudoir. <laughs> But of course, Mr. Rankin, why else would I be here? B-Complex with Beautiful Lies on Le Hôpital Records. Right. Bad news for uh, people with the clap. Sexual health services are at breaking point after funding cuts. Yikes. Sexual health services are said to be at breaking point after changes to the way they are funded. The stark warning came from the British Association of Sexual Health and HIV. And the British HIV Association, who were concerned with the changes. The two bodies polled their members to find out what they thought, and the results were not great. Is that a sort of attempt at a kind of pun sort of situation there? Uh, most, of the, most of the respondents were worried about the direction sexual health care in England was taking. Or has it gone off in a sort of more like experimental, avant garde kind of direction? Like, I oh, wish I'd just stick to the bangers you know just stick to the you know the tried and tested methods you're going you, you're too abstract now std clinics you're trying to diagnose like with us from a distance with a stick maybe you're offering really weird experimental contraception ideas to people like i don't know maybe try and have sex from the other side of the room from each other maybe could you have sex over social media that might work you know might stop the spread of spread of crabs shave off all your pubes they'll get rid of the crabs more than 54% of uh, their members reported decreases in overall level of service to the patients over the last year, with a further 16% saying that they had uh, that access had significantly decreased. I don't know if there's that much more banter to be uh, had out of uh, this article. I was just mainly focused around that whole um, uh, worried about the direction thing, you know, giving it a sort of, uh, you know, parodying on when bands and like DJs and that go off in a different direction, and people are, they're not keen. Even though they say, people say, "Oh, it just makes the same tune over and over again." And then some, and then the producer goes, "Oh, is this? It's a bit different." I go, "I don't like it. It's just not something a bit more like what you used to make." But you said that you wanted, um, you wanted something different, like you wanted something a bit new and different direction. And no, I didn't really mean it. Just wanted you to make the same record over and over and over again. Plays. I love you please not into it not into it right bit of old ram bit more old man old ram old man old ram old man Gary Oldman forget it just forget it see look we're an hour and a half into the show now I start losing the plot used used up all my best japes you know used up all the best news stories maybe I'll cut down the length of the show Skirmish for Andy C and Shimon up a of ram raiders 2 Gamish and he's seeing shimmin a little rammy classic all right seal slapped kayaker with octopus after mistaking him for a rock it's a great video if you haven't seen it it's a bit of fun it must be doing the rounds on social media today because oh boy it's a hoot imagine this a seal with an octopus in its gob just bosh, just whacking a kayaker around the face with it now i know kayakers are pretty smug uh, in general, in my experience, it's a, it's, a, it's a smug pastime. It's not quite as smug as paddle boarding. That's pretty smug. Yeah, it's actually really great for core strength. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I mean, presumably that's why the seal hit him with an octopus. <laughs> you ever hit anyone in the face with an octopus? <laughs> yeah, you've got to be pretty angry. Uh, but I, I mean, the seal could be drunk. I think that is certainly possible. I mean, seals are notorious drinkers. They're like those bloody whales, like Benny the fucking bastard whale who got stuck in the Thames because he was pinging up. Seals, they like a drink. They get they get razed up, um, and uh, they can't hold their booze. They get violent. They get violent. They're throwing around. Uh, what what type of animal is a is a um, what's the technical term for a uh, for an octopus? Is it a mollusk? A, uh, a shellfish? No. I don't know. An octopus. Eight-legged bastard. You know the cunts. You've seen him. You've seen him, haven't you? You've seen him drugged up on MDMA, hugging each other, getting handsy with their eight bloody hands. They're a nightmare. They're a menace. They're a sex pest. Anyway, this these seal, he's all bloody juiced up, isn't he, on the bloody, uh, you know, on the on Stella, probably. That's what seals tend to drink. They're like a strong European lager, seals. And uh, he's seen this smug kayaker and he's thought, right, I've had enough of these twats. And he's just oofed him in the face with an octopus. Take that, you shit. Um, a seal who slapped a kayaker in the face with an octopus probably mistook him for a rock. Scientists have revealed. I love the idea of scientists revealing something. Like it's behind a sort of velvet curtain. Everyone's all crowded around. It's like, oh, we just want to know why that seal hit the kayaker with the octopus. Ooh. And a load of guys in white lab coats come out and like, oh, he thought he was a rock. Ah, Woo, nice one, scientist. Woo, have some more grant money. Yeah, go on, get back in the lab and find out some other tidbits like that, you fat cunts. Right, anyway, uh, the incident was captured on a GoPro camera by a group of kayakers who were floating in the waters of somewhere or other in New Zealand. Uh, Kyle uh, Mullinder was paddling when the seal burst out of the water and whipped the stricken octopus straight in his face. Well, I think this, this as the seal did it. He just went, face! Uh, he was, uh, experts have now shed light on what they uh, believe happened based on the hunting techniques of seals. The National Institute of Water and Atmospheric Research said the seal was probably trying to stun the octopus. It would have mistaken Mr Mullander for a rock and attempted to bash the poor eight-limbed mollusk, yeah, yeah, mollusk, before eating him. Uh, also, seals are notoriously hateful when it comes to kayakers, as they believe they are smug twats. Kayakers claim that they just love it because it's a nice way to get exercise in the outdoors, and it's great for core strength. Yep, yeah, seals don't like it, and like to bash them in the face with octopuses, pike, cod, and whatever other seafood they can get their hands on. Seals will often try and get their prey out of the water and above the surface to gain the upper hand in a tussle. The N.W.A. What? Oh, the N.I.W.A. posted on Facebook. That'd be a bit of fun, wouldn't it? Like, we go to marine biologist correspondent Snoop Doggy do- Oh, Jesus, he wasn't in N.W.A. Uh, didn't they do a reunion where he was in there instead of Eze? Can't remember. All right, like we go to Eze, uh, the ghost of Eze, <laughs> uh, And he's like, yeah, well, they just, they just hate the kayakers because they think they're smug. And so he's, you know, he's just <laughs> slung it in the man's face. <sighs> that was a uh, comedy cul-de-sac. Anyway, right, what have we got? Oh, this is nice, actually. Uh, Dub Elements, come roll with me. Played this on the show oh, last Friday, and it was. Uh, this is uh, one to not divide any opinion whatsoever. This is an absolute uh, motherfucker in the best possible way. Definitely better than an N.W.A. comedy cul-de-sac. Or rather not. Dub elements. It's called Come Roll With Me. Nice. Sam in the chat is saying that it just angers him that serial killers are out there making cakes, presumably double dropping the nine whenever they feel like it as well. Yeah, it's a fucking liberty. Nice. absolute fucking disgrace, mate. You're an absolute psychopath. You're a disgrace. I can do both, look on your face, mate. Uh, okay, English National Opera bans bottled water after fans swig neat vodka from bottles. Wow, people who go to the opera are absolute fucking savages. Fair enough. I mean, it's uh, the opera now cheaper than going to the football. Uh, yeah, take your own vodka in. Uh, it's not what you imagine when you think of opera fans swinging, swinging neat vodka from a stealthily disguised bottle of spring water, but apparently enough hard partying opera heads have been uh, downing spirits at the English Nas- uh, National Opera, and they've now banned water bottles. I'm going to be honest with you, if I went to the opera, I would need hard- access to hard liquor throughout the entire performance, because... To try and get through that on stiff upper lip alone. It's not going to happen. Stuart Murphy, who became chief executive of the ENO, the English National Opera, in April said people had decanted vodka into water bottles uh, but accepted the move was a bit annoying. Audience members heading to the performance of Richard Strauss's uh, Salon were made to empty the water bottles across the steps of the Coliseum. Wow, that's... Uh that's a true tragedy. Pouring, literally pouring, one to the curb for the British National Opera. Um, the opera fan sent a message. Oh God! It, it, yeah, it's. Uh, I, I, I don't, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't actually have that much sympathy for people going to the opera. Um, I, I I think that they're, you know, that's a smart move of the uh, of them to just to put neat vodka into water bottles. Um, because I think, like, does anyone enjoy the opera? Is such a thing possible? Is such a thing even possible? Are people just going because they just feel like they should? Or perhaps it's something to gloat about, the, uh, you know, the next day at work? Well, so then you come into the office and you're like, "Yeah, oh, I haven't slept for last night." It's actually, uh, it's actually incredible. Like people, uh, you know, the people don't uh, think that it's, you know, it's just full of tofts and it's really hard to follow. But actually, it's really, really good, really engaging. Like the, uh, it, was a, uh, it was a magical performance. But the reality of it is that it's just sort of nightmarish, and you need hard bows to tolerate it. So I reckon it just after this come in after. Phew, after this wild authoritarianism, I think that'd be it for the opera, really. I think without strong liquor, it can't survive. I think it's not, it's not going to happen. Um, now, it's a nice segue to another keynote track, Jungle Ballet. Are they still letting people bring water into the ballet? That's pr- presumably ballet is much more uh, interesting than opera. I don't know. I'm going out on a limb. You know, get in touch. Tweet me at High <laughs> Rankin. Wonder whether or not they let people bring uh, bottles of purple drank in. So I've got a prescription. Sam in the chat saying he's expecting a high street bank to pick this tune up for an ad any day now. Yeah, I feel ya. Or a car. Maybe it'd be like a car dancing ballet or something like that. Don't blame the music, blame capitalism. Reese in the chat is saying, can we stop calling it Purple Drank now? What should we call it instead? Are, are we going to call it Lean? I don't. I can't get behind that. I can't, are we going to uh, call it the Sizzup? The, pff, I don't even know. Should we call it? Lobsters. We could do, yeah. The Purple Lobsters. Yeah, I'm pretty much out of news stories now, guys. Um, so hopefully within the next 24 hours, there's going to be some other weird shit go down that I can take the piss out of. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. But, I've got few more fucking bangers left in the playlist. So, uh, some Mephius. Um, hard to argue with. Uh, would, uh, oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, it's called Blitz. <laughs> Oh, apparently Americans laugh at us when we say purple drank. I mean, it's not like we're saying it fucking seriously. <laughs> crazy wild ones i'm gonna leave you to it but i will be back tomorrow morning at 10 a.m right here on threshold.fm and uh i mean there seems to have been a a, a generally good response from chew.tv i've found it temperamental but if i try it again tomorrow when it seems to work then maybe that can be a good solution i think i can embed it into the website and so, to make life easier, you can just go to threshold.fm slash watch on the live stream when live, the live video when live will be there. Um, yeah, I'm going to continue doing these every morning until further notice. 10 a.m. on Threshold. Please do help spread the word. Post it on your social media. Tell your friends. Uh, you know, share it. Spread it around because uh, I'd like to keep doing it. But, you know, we need lots of people. And uh, yeah, maybe I can get some sponsorship. Maybe people could donate, help the help the cause. It would be nice if it would pay for itself. That would be wonderful. Um, and then you know I can keep on, hopefully making people's mornings better, talking, talking the twaddle, playing the jams, and you know we'll all have a, you know marginally better life. Anyway, lots of love. I will see you all tomorrow morning. Bye bye.